0: I'm David Legere of Woodhall Press, and you're tuned in to Publish This Over Lunch. I'm joined today uh, by Tess Pelicano. Tess is an award winning producer of short films, uh, a writer, a journalist. She's the co host of the Connecticut Filmworks podcast, Fade In, co founder of MT Independent Productions, which is a digital marketing production company, and currently works as a producer for WTNH. Woo! Mm-hmm. Great. (laughs) (laughs) You can read her work daily on WTNH.com. I strongly recommend you do. And check out more of her filmmaking and digital marketing by searching Connecticut Filmworks on Facebook or going to MTIndependentProductions.com. All right. So let's start this off. Uh, Tess, tell me one thing uh, in 2020 that you found so inspiring in the literary
1: world. (laughs) Um, Well... (laughs) Well, (laughs) I know it's. There's not been a ton of new stuff that you know, um, that I've seen. That's just not what I'm, you know, looking at most of the time. And that's you know that's just how my life is. Mm -hmm. I'm mostly journalism at this point, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But um, my mom is a huge reader, and she's now working from home and likes to take her breaks. Reading books, she uh, it's uh. it's a little more than thirty minutes. She gets lost in a book, and then she recommends it to me, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'd love to read something. Um, but a book that I really loved that she recommended, um, was I'm gonna read it. Read the title. Uh, it's called No One Will Tell You This But Me. Uh, by, Ooh. it's called it's uh by Bess, Kalb, K A L B. She's a Ooh. she's a writer for Kimmel and New York Magazine. Um, And I think she's Emmy award winning or Emmy nominated. And the book is just very tongue in cheek and funny. And it's written from the perspective of her grandma, who is dead, um, Mm -hmm. who has like a very specific opinion and very judgmental uh, about a lot of things. But it's very funny, you know, and so it was it was well written, you know, obviously, but in this time when everything's like anxiety and you know just dark it was just so good and it was clearly written before all this because it doesn't mention it at all as far as I remember um but uh but it was just it was a really good escape and it just made me happy and it was just like this nice piece that was it like evoked a lot of really good emotions which is the sign of a good Mm -hmm. writer so I was really happy with it
0: So it sounds like for 2020, you've been discovering uh, the pleasure of joyful reading, right? I've been doing this more and more. A lot of people, um, you know, prior years, everybody loved to read everything heavy, right? Everything was heavy. And I've been finding more and more often this year, everybody's just reading things that make them feel good Mm -hmm. or make them think about something in a different way. Books on mindset, books on meditation, Ah, uh, books that are about humor and laughter, and I think that's really indicative of the time. So, it's a really good point. Yeah, I like, I like that book.
1: Yeah, I'm um, all part. right. Yeah.
0: Oh, didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Were you, no, I, I'm I was, to like. <laughs> it's okay. I was just gonna
1: say, I, I, you know, reading it really made me think about, you know, trying to search out more books that had the same vibe. Because you're right. It's like, yeah. you, you like the vibe of that. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I agree. I mean, if, if you can kind of see partially my one of my bookshelves behind me, and right now, like, I'm just on this fantasy kick. Everything I've been reading is like Brandon Sanderson, uh, Pierce Brown. I'm just like headlong into fantasy lately, and I love it. Uh, good.
1: All right. So anyways,
0: uh, you're a journalist, uh, podcast producer, freelance editor, movie producer, script doctor, you name it. Um, you're doing it, right? So how did mm-hmm. you get involved in so many different areas of the arts? And as time goes on, you find yourself leaning toward one over another. I think you might be leaning toward journalism based on your earlier comment, but I'm <laughs> how did you get into so many different areas and now what are you sort of gravitating to?
1: Well, yeah. So it's, it's funny. You said there's so many different areas and there's so many different stories about how I got in each. Um, but ultimately <laughs> like the drive to be involved in it might have something to do with ADHD undiagnosed or <laughs> OCD or <laughs> some kind of need to be always busy. But you know, it all comes from a place of, you know, I really love storytelling, I really love, um, you know, working with people who love doing that. So, you know, with Connecticut Filmworks, um, you know, I found that group uh, 2015. So it's like six years ago at this point. And uh, they were just a little misfit group of people who Dave Distinti leads led the group back then. He still leads the group now. And he himself was just trying to find, you know, like-minded people who wanted to make movies on the weekends. And, you know, that kind of attracted me. And I've been with them for six years now. And then, you know, through that, the podcast thing kind of came naturally because, uh, as you probably experienced starting your own podcast, you know, everybody's Mm -hmm. doing it and it's now super easy. You don't need a studio. You know, even though we did start um, recording ours in a studio, uh, we don't do that anymore but
0: <laughs> but you know
1: it's it's become way more accessible, so you kind of get to try new things and you know just try different ways of storytelling and and talking to people about the things that you like and the things that interest you uh, for me it's you know mm-hmm. filmmaking and storytelling in that way um with the with MT independent it came out of uh me being between jobs um uh Mm -hmm. i was uh i worked in a local television station for a couple of years and then a bunch of us were laid off and there was a chunk of time before i was hired by wtnh and i was like i can't sit around do nothing i have to do the thing i like to do And, you know, the need for money was there. So I was like, you know, let's my boyfriend, Mike, and I started this company to do marketing, uh, video and digital content for small businesses who like really need to, or are interested and putting a lot of effort behind their digital platforms, because that's really where everything's going these days. And it was just Mm -hmm. kind of this, other opportunity to tell stories in a different way. You know, we do a lot of like testimonials and, you know, we do some educational stuff too, but we do some like fun Instagram ads for tattoo parlors. And, you know, so it was, it was like this cool, fun, it it scratched the itch, but also it paid the bills. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, So, but we're still doing it on the side uh, while I while I'm at WTNH uh, full time now but you know it's but everything that i have gotten into is really just i like doing it there's other people who also like doing it and you know let's explore what this is like
0: so it sounds like for you even though they all seem like they're these separate areas it's about the love of good storytelling Yeah. And whatever medium you're working in if you could find that storytelling then it's like it's got your interest yeah which is yeah. great yeah um so Kind of in in that same vein, right? Last week, we spoke with uh, Bonnie Jean Feldkamp, amazing journalist. And your your, your experience has been going toward journalism, right? What's been your experience with journalism? And kind of how do you see it progressing in the future?
1: Um, Well, I work on the digital side. So I'm all website all day. Um, There's totally different Mm -hmm. people who write for the TV side of it um but i you know everything that's on tv also goes on the web and then we write other stories depending on what's happening uh and what comes into our station but um Mm -hmm. it's a lot of mine my experience has been it's it's very fast-paced unrelenting you know information (laughs) and just go 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 (laughs) you know and that's i don't know if that's always been the way but it's certainly this you know I've been in it for a year and most of that time has been COVID mm. and most of that time has been well all of that time has been the current mm. presidential administration and then the ramp up to the election so it's like I don't know if I just jumped in at a busy time or if this is how it <laughs> is now you know but it's my experience has been a lot of like you know I do get to I read and write all day you know, so I love doing that. And that's really, you know, why mm-hmm. I was interested in this job. And but the vibe is so fast paced. It's very like sterile. Of course, journalism, just facts. Yeah. You can't like be creative in any way, you know. Um, so it's a totally different kind of uh, storytelling that I've never done. Um, that is mm. just it's. It's fast. It's uh, <laughs> the only thing I can think of. But to, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I, I have, uh, I'm teaching a couple journalism majors, and I'm always in awe of uh, a journalist. It is so fast-paced. You know, coming from the other side of things, publishing, right? It, it, it It's fast at times, but we'll take, you know, eight months on a book. It's a little slower. Mm-hmm. I get to absorb it, think about it, Somebody you know, put it down it. at night. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else wake up in the morning, think about it again. Exactly. Maybe maybe go back and forth on the cover six times. But what you're doing, you're doing everything like instantaneous that day, fast. Got to move. I mean, that's really a skill set to home.
1: It's uh, it's definitely new uh, <laughs> to to writing that way. But you know, because of the nature of my job, I had to pick it up quickly. I mean, and I do well at my job and everything. Um, but mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. It's like you can't get sentimental about what you're writing. You can't, yeah. you know, boom, 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 boom. it's it can't be better. You know what I mean? Like you go to sleep at night, you're like, how could I make this writing better? You can't <laughs> do that. And you're like, not just it's not just same day. Like I write three, four articles, an hour, depending on the length and what's going on and what's needed. And you know, so it's just go go. It just you don't, your name's on it, but you don't really own it. It's like just getting the information out there to you.
0: All right. So yeah. let's, let's circle, circle back. You know, you've mentioned Connecticut Filmworks and for those that uh, can't see this right now, I'm actually wearing the Connecticut Filmworks t-shirt representing, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I love the Connecticut Filmworks, you know, it's an organization you help form. And I know I'm biased because I, I I'm just in awe of everything that you, that you all put out, the content you create. I've been lucky to be a part of it for some wonderful productions. Uh, would you tell us a little bit about what CFW represents and how filmmaking has continued in spite of the pandemic? You just put out a movie, you know, right? Yeah. You just put out a, uh, for the 40-hour film festival and you did it in a pandemic. Yeah. So I'm curious, what's the CFW about and how has filmmaking continued In spite of the pandemic, particularly the writing process, right? Like, how did that go down? You're not in the same room, right? You're emailing each other's scripts. I'm just fascinated by what you got going right now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So Connecticut Filmworks is, uh, it's a group of, uh, you know, at the beginning, it started with a bunch of misfits, people who just were interested in film, but it's become Um, a group of people who are professionals in media in some way in the, in their day jobs. So, you know, Mm -hmm. like I work in news, Dave Distinti, who runs the, runs the group with me also works in news. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, our other members are freelance videographers or actors or writers and actors like you. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's a great group of people who are like, you know, I really love this, Uh, this thing called filmmaking. And I want to do it with other people who also like it and have the equipment to do it. Um, And, you know, we slowed down, certainly because of the pandemic, but we used to put out, you know, in previous years, we put up half a dozen short films. And it was just like an opportunity to have fun, but also like make something good that we're, proud of, and you know, can show people and especially for like, local actors like you, and Mm -hmm. uh, Billy Brannigan shout out to our friend Billy Brannigan,
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh, he's
1: um, really, uh, he, he like you has been in several of our projects. And, you know, it just kind of what we do, gives you local actors opportunity that maybe wasn't there before. Um, so Mm -hmm. it's, and it also looks good on a resume, so, um, so that's, you know, that's really what we're about, but this year, um, we, every, the last six years, we've participated in the 48-hour film project in New Haven, which is, uh, a short film competition, uh, where you have literally 48 hours from start to finish to write, shoot, and edit a film, and you have to hand it in at the end of the weekend, and, um you know, because of COVID, we were like, very, I almost didn't want to do it. Because I was like, "Oh, this is gonna just I don't know what we it's gonna limit what we write, it's gonna limit what we who we can have, you know, it's not gonna be the same, it's gonna be so hard. But then, you know, the the passion of wanting to do it and wanting to see everybody again, kind of won out. Um, But, you know, to accommodate for what's going on, you know, everybody had to wear masks, some of the actors uh, got COVID tested Um, with the writing. I think they were on zoom. The two writers were on zoom together uh, for the writing process. They weren't in the same room. Uh, They weren't even in the same state. (laughs) (laughs) And it just kind of the technology that we have now kind of let it, you know, work for us. And then when it came to shoot day, everybody except the actors wore masks the entire time. And um and we made the mistake of being outside in 90 degree weather for the entire day. <laughs> we, yeah, we shot in a garden, which was beautiful, uh, except it was 90 and humid, and we were all wearing masks, and oh, it, was, it was rough, but yeah.
0: Masks in the heat, that is yeah. a real challenge. I actually have difficulty breathing when I have my mask on in the heat, like I mm-hmm. find myself struggling to breathe a little bit. It's like like you're
1: waterboarding yourself. Yeah, I'm like waterboarding. (laughs) The moisture from your mouth waterboards
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, you know what I I love about this is you're saying, you know, filmmaking has been challenged this year, but because of technology, like Zoom just pointed out, you're Mm -hmm. able to persevere. And I think that is a huge takeaway. And, you know, for anybody listening, right, continuing with the, the Connecticut Filmworks, screenplay writing, I know you have read my own stuff. Like I started basically kind of not really knowing much and fumbling along and you've been very kind going, I don't even know what these, these tags are you got going here. This all needs to go. And you worked with me mm-hmm. and you were so intuitive about it, but I'm curious. So anybody that's listening, watching this that wants to get into screenplay writing, you know, what would you recommend is their first step? You know, what do you think?
1: Well, I would say definitely, um, read screenplays, first of all. And this is this is the same. I actually was talking to a a new girl at work about learning how to write for the journalism voice. The the Mm -hmm. advice is the same. It's, you know, start by just reading a lot of them. And Mm -hmm. a lot of articles for journalism or with screenwriting, read, read articles, (laughs) read screenplays. Mm (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, don't just watch the movies cause it's, it's, it's a totally different, it's like a skeleton versus a fully fleshed human. You know, the, yeah. the script is the skeleton, but it's a very specific way of presenting the information. And when I, I took a screenwriting class in college, which is how I learned how to do it. Um, and I was coming from a, um, a narrative writer perspective because I majored in English and I did a lot of, you know, essay writing and longer form stuff like you do. And, um, and I totally put that into a script. And even though it was the story, it wasn't a script. And I kind of had to be taught the right method in Mm -hmm. in presenting the information that way. So that's, that's the first thing I would do is make sure you get familiar with how stories are told in that form. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just, Try writing something that interests you um, and you know the big thing is it doesn't have to be perfect the first time very much like write your ideas down separately uh, mm-hmm. you know and nothing is the wrong answer and then you can kind of call your your thoughts later but um you know it's it doesn't it's like any sort of writing like ideas and then move forward from there um, but there's no real there's no wrong answer is ultimately what it is it's just learn the form of how to do it but then you know you can kind of be creative in the form
0: so you know it sounds like read a lot of screenplays and then maybe even take a class or yeah. find some kind of like screenwriting um, you know club or, or workshop or maybe even people such as yourself that do like you know maybe some kind of freelance screenwriting mm-hmm. support. And then just try it out. Yeah, I like that. Do the the
1: thing, you know. You can't (laughs) just do the thing. Just do it over and over. If it sucks the first time, that's okay. You know.
0: All right. Um, You know what I'm curious about is, you know, you've been talking about all these things that you you got going on. You're you're involved Mm -hmm. in various areas. So, what is your 2021 prediction for writing, actors, producers? Like, what do you think is going to be? going forward, your prediction for storytelling, right? That all of these things that you're talking about is storytelling in Mm -hmm. some form. Do you have any thoughts on what it's going to look like in
1: 2021? Uh, (laughs) 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 Hopefully not a fiery, uh, you know, an inferno. (laughs) Hopefully the world doesn't burn up before then. Um, But I, I think, you know, in every genre that I'm working with in journalism and film and, um podcasting it's i think it's all gonna be all digital as much yeah. as much as yeah. can be digital i think we'll move into the digital realm like with journalism my job is all digital and people are dropping their cable providers and not owning tvs anymore or like i don't watch the news on television i get it on my phone you know and mm-hmm. then when it, i don't know if you've experienced this yet as an actor, but you know, a lot of the actors I've talked to have said, we're doing a lot of auditions from home now. We're not going to our yeah. agents or our managers yeah. to do them. We're doing it at home and we mm-hmm. have to become the cameraman. We have to become the lighting man, the sound man, the editor, you know, to do everything on our own. And, you know, that's what I kind of feel like definitely for actors. And I know an actor in New York, all David, who's been Mm -hmm. working consistently from home since March. He does voiceovers and talking headpieces. And he's like, I've had to buy equipment and do all these Mm -hmm. new things that I never had to do before. Um, So I think definitely for actors, it's gonna be learning all these new skills. You're not just gonna be one thing anymore. You're not just gonna be the pretty face, you
0: know? (laughs) (laughs) No. you gotta do some work, Uh, even right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure the I'm chatting with you on a piece of acting equipment I had to buy to buy a, a tripod setup. It's got the Bluetooth, the remote, and all these other things because, yes. like, like you said, everything now is uh, being done at home. In fact, when you do commercials, they mail you yeah. the gear, and you got to like mail it back. And then um, when you're doing interviews, you have to show your upload speed, so you got to actually take a screenshot of like your upload and download speeds and show that your connections. To... I actually had one gig. I got it. But my uh, my uh, internet connection wasn't fast enough. And the director literally was like, oh, I don't know about that. You know? Like, I was like, it's what I got. So I actually ended up having to upgrade my internet uh, recently because oh, uh, wow. everything's online now. Everything's online.
1: Mm-hmm. I so would, even
0: what we're doing right now. Yeah. Everything's online.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> I would have never, I don't even know how to check my internet upload
0: speed. I don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it, if, you go, if you go into Google and actually just type, uh, internet speed. There's all these like things that come up for free. And you just click it. It'll actually test how fast Uh-oh. your your internet connection is, which might scare you because you might be paying for something and being like, "Wow, that's really slow."
1: Oh no! Uh, I
0: funny. thought it was good, uh, but was anyways, um, to, w- 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 three things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm I ask everybody,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, coffee or tea? Uh,
1: coffee. <laughs> Uh right now my coffee. phone is being held up by my mug of coffee, so it's gonna go cold <laughs> before I drink it because I can't there's nothing else holding
0: <laughs> All right. Uh do you drink it black, cream sugar? What's what's the coffee routine?
1: Uh almond milk
0: and sugar. Yeah. See, right. yeah I, I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um what gets you up in the morning? Cool, a motto song. What's your inspiration for each day that gets you flying out of bed?
1: Um <laughs> I, that's, that's we're slowly a, moving out slowly, of bed yeah, more of slowly getting up um it really kind of uh my taste in music not my taste in music but the things that i listen to consistently kind of change over time right now i'm listening to um some new pop music um by an artist called anna marie or Anne marie i think and um it's just kind of she's british and she does some you know fun songs, but they're they're upbeat and fun, but they're also like empowering and um and just self respect kind of things and it's just it's really like like that book I was reading it's just a nice vibe, and so you know mm-hmm. when I go on my runs during the week, you know I like to listen to that kind of stuff, and that's like that's my nice. thing right now
0: all right um and lastly, for anybody listening, watching, a final piece of advice or or tip, anything?
1: Wear a mask. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Please wear
1: a mask. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, more, you know, on on a dog mask uh, perspective, I think, you know, if you're somebody who loves storytelling and film or writing or journalism or podcasting, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all, it all comes from that same place of, you know, all of those things. Everybody who does them has that same drive to tell a story in that medium. And if that's, you know, if that's something you're interested in, and you're like, I don't know where to start, or I don't know where people are that do these things, you know, this beautiful thing called the internet is really great. <laughs> um, and as we talked about, because it's you know, everything's online and we can communicate anywhere. If you, you know, find groups, find trainings, you know, find something that will get you involved with other people doing the thing you like, and that'll help you get started if you're new to it and you want to, you want to start.
0: That's great. Yeah. So uh, thank you again for being here. Please be sure to check out Test Pelicano on Facebook. And if you have any questions on anything that was covered here today, or, you know, you want Um, anything at all, please uh, feel free to contact me at david at woodhullpress.com Tess, thank you again. This was awesome.